together. Just like I'm sure your PhD is coming together. It's coming together. I just keep going and I just don't stop and I'm just like it's coming together. <laughs> yeah. just, just go go go. Just do the work as it comes. Pretty soon. Submit it. <laughs> pretty soon you're gonna have to leave the podcast because you're too respectable of a doctor to talk no. about talk about um basic the horror lowly, movies. Yeah the lowly horror genre films. Oh no. You're gonna want to only talk about um, quality horror, horror, like yeah, um, elevated horror. Mr. Ari Aster and oh, jeez, um, <laughs> yeah, only elevated horror for me, please, because I'm a, I'm a doctor now, so yeah. I can, yeah. We actually haven't done Ari Aster yet. He has a like one of his first, nice? yeah. one of his very first things is um on YouTube. It's just like a short film that people say is one of the most disturbing things they've ever seen um really yeah well we'll have to see about that won't we sam <laughs> yeah we'll have to investigate that <laughs> yeah, yes we will but hey he did the witch right or am i wrong no that ears. was fuck yeah ears. that's another example of elevated horror. elevated horror <laughs> unlike uh the movie we're talking about today terrifier <laughs> 2 so Deuce. i just want to point something out after typing in the title of this movie so many times yeah. i want to say terrifier <laughs> yeah, <laughs> instead of terrifier terrified her it's awesome uh yeah but terrifier 2 is definitely not elevated horror and that's probably why it's so beloved because it's just you know your typical 80s slasher movie uh yes it has yes, that it vibe is. Only Less Titty, which we talked about in, I think, the review we did of the first one late last year, which you can easily find because we're pretty slow on releasing episodes <laughs> these days. Yeah, if you just scroll down a little bit, you'll find it. It's not yeah. like it's on page two. It's probably on page yeah. first page. No titty, but some peen. Yeah, you know what? That's That was fine with me because sometimes when I'm watching a film... Um, I uh, I get so caught up in how like crazy it is that I'm not like thinking in the back of my mind like huh I haven't seen any boobies yet like there's mm -hmm. been no nudity like because there was none I wasn't really like anticipating it mm -hmm. so yes and so but I was glad that there was peen which is fine mm -hmm. um I would prefer that first before a boobie mm -hmm. or a, a butt <laughs> so. oh we did we did get some dude butt and I have I I could live <laughs> my life never seeing art the clown's butt but there it was you know what? Oh. It was that was bizarre, and I know we're we're moving ahead. We'll we'll back up in a second, but I just want to make it the point of the fact that when he took off his clothes and was like naked, but we didn't see full frontal, just like the butt. I was like, is he like a person? I didn't think he would had like human skin under there. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, we need we need to talk just... about Art the Clown and what he is. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, so anyway, Terrifier 2 is a 2022 American slasher film written, directed, edited, and produced by Damien Leone. It is the sequel to Terrifier 2016, and it is the third feature-length film to feature Art the Clown. It features the return of David Horton, David Howard Thornton, and Samantha Scaffoldi, who respectively portrayed Art the Clown and Victoria Hayes in the first film. And it stars Lauren Lover Lavera, Elliot Fulham, Sarah Vo, Kaylee Hyman, and Casey Harnett. The story follows Art's resurrection in pursuit of Sienna Shaw and her younger brother Jonathan on Halloween night, a year after the events of the first film. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. So um off the bat, this movie went viral on TikTok be for being so scary. It was making people leave the theater and throw up and, <laughs> and shit their pants <laughs> and shit their pants. Um, we we addressed it in like our first review of Terrifier. It's not that it's scary. It's that it's gory. And we need to be it's... honest about what is making these scary movies scary because people have a right to control their triggers. Yes, and we, we will always say that, and I'm glad, Sam, that you repeat it every time. Like yeah. we we have to be sure that it's it's gory, it's not scary. So let's yeah. really choose our words wisely here. Which yeah. I'm fine with gore, but I don't. I it might yeah. be the color grading of these movies or just the texture of the gore. 
It's the sound too. It's the, the sound. sound. Something about it does make me squeamish. Me and too. I, I was thinking about it while I was in the shower an hour ago. Like Scream <laughs> yeah. 6, which I just saw last week, was definitely the goriest of the screams and oh, pretty nice. gory on the scale okay. of like horror in general these days. Uh-huh. I'm like, see, that didn't make me squeamish. That made me go, oh, ow. But I wasn't like, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's just like the texture of whatever they're using to make the blood and guts in these movies. Yeah. And like just the prosthetic triggers. skin. Yeah, yeah. It's just. Something about it's a little grosser. And yeah, I'll say if that's how they were doing it and people were getting nauseous and having to leave to throw up, <laughs> I think Damien Leon accomplished something, accomplished something he wanted to accomplish. Yeah, like he mastered a goal that like, I feel yes. like many a director want to hit. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Like for me, it was really, um, I was drinking my coffee. I watched this first thing in the morning and that might've had <laughs> something to do with it. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we do it here. When they're playing with the dead possum in the hallway and they like pull out its stomach and it's like this weird sinewy sinewy latexy yeah. material i did not like that yeah everything is so soft everything's so soft oh and i was like oh good lord yeah so everything and we could definitely get into this more like every uh <laughs> moment where there is like gross effects which is like all the time mm-hmm. but um yeah, yeah. but all, the first part. all that being said I don't think it was as graphic as people led me to believe. And I, yeah. Like, do you feel that way too? Are we just like desensitized? Should we watch some lesser gory movies for a little while? Like the, the, you know what? The gore was really great. And I wanted to discuss like how, like they, they really knocked out of the park because you don't see stuff like this too often. Um, like the, the last time you, uh, and the, the thing about his gore is that it's, it's like enhanced realistic gore. So it's like realistic mm-hmm. to a point and then it like is amplified. So that's why it's so gross and disgusting because you're like, yeah, oh, shit, you shouldn't be able to pull apart a body like that. Yeah. Overkill um, is what I was thinking. Like, yeah. And so I think because of that, Sam, that's why you and I are like, this wasn't as like, this wasn't mm-hmm. as crazy as everyone thinks. But everyone else is like, oh my God, that must really be what happens. <laughs> like, Yeah. So I think we have an understanding. And I think that everyone else that was triggered or upset by the gore just didn't didn't prepare themselves by like watching other movies like this. Yeah. You know, they like it probably shocked them. And I'm just gonna say it right here, right now. I don't think the penis mutilation scene was that bad. I don't, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't have a penis, but I can sympathize. You know, uh-huh. I if I had one, I wouldn't want to see it. I don't know if you're familiar with Sleepaway Camp, but one of the kills in Sleepaway Camp. Um, I didn't see that. I'm sorry. Yeah, but what is a, it? A girl dies by yeah. via asphyxiation uh-huh. when the killer shoves a hot curling iron up her hoo ha. Oh, now the director swears up and down. That's not how she dies. But you see her, you see the killer put a pillow over her face, Uh grab the curling iron and lower it down. What am I supposed to assume? She's just putting it on her leg. (laughs) (laughs) No, like on her foot. Like to me, that's horrifying. Even though you don't see it, you you can imagine the the 400 degree curling iron (sighs) going up there and how that's going to feel. So I expect, like, you know, people without vaginas sympathizing with me there. Yes. Yes, (laughs) definitely. I don't know. I just, as far as, like, everything else in the movie went, the penis mutilation was not that That may have been the most tame, honestly. Actually, That that was all that happened to the guy, right? Like He just got uh, stabbed in the pee-pee, and then we didn't see his pee-pee when he was peeing. Mm-hmm. And I thought that he was going to just have the penis out because once he peed, I was like, oh no, this is that penis scene where they're going to cut it off or something. And he didn't even like have a prosthetic until like after the fact. So no, Sam, he only got stabbed in that area. They pulled the pee off. That's it. Did he die from that? Maybe bled to death. I don't know what's going on. I'm I'm asking some medical professionals right now. If he probably uh, bled out, but like, did I'm Art gonna, like shoot him? <laughs> I'm gonna assume he bled out because the penis, <laughs> because the penis does have that really thick vein going up. Yeah, the vein, like, and also because your um, like your hips 
right here and like your thighs have like two veins in each leg uh, that are arteries, <laughs> two veins, they're, they're arteries. And so maybe he like stabbed that because he was stabbing like super duper deep with the mm-hmm. knife or whatever. But uh, he, and the, it wasn't like he also cut his throat in addition to that. It was just the pelvis. Yeah. Like, I'm, so there is maybe he was so shocked that he died. <laughs> yeah. You're probably bleeding out in shock. Um, my, one of my nurse friends says, yes, someone can bleed out from a severed penis. (laughs) So that, that, that'll do it then. You heard it here first. He probably bled out. He bled Uh, out guys. Rest in peace. Uh, with (laughs) all that out of the way, we'll get back into it in a couple minutes here. Let's talk about acting. Okay. Excellent. Um, Yes. So, um, in general, this movie the first movie had a budget of $35,000. Yeah. And this one had a budget of $250,000. Oh, and you know what? You can tell and it you makes tell. all the difference. And everything oh, yeah. with this movie is elevated. And that's what I was hoping for. I I liked this movie a lot more than the first. Not that the first one was bad for $35,000. Yeah, but this one but, I liked it so much better too. Yeah, you felt more of a community like they kept talking in the first movie like before it flashed back to the miles county massacre they're like the miles county massacre the miles but there were only five people in miles county so (laughs) (laughs) population 10 people (laughs) but this time you're actually in a town and you feel like you're in a town Mm -hmm. there's so many people um and the acting is better but i do have a lot of criticism which probably falls more into writing than acting um so Damien Leone yes. is a man. We can assume he's a man. And I can, <laughs> yeah. I can I can um I can verify that he's a man with one simple thing. Sienna is falling asleep before yeah. the super drawn out clown nightmare. Yeah. Um she is yeah. sleeping on the decorative pillowcase. Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> oh shit. She's sleeping on the pillowcase that matches her bedspread and any woman or um gay man or non-binary person who understands this knows you sleep on the underneath pillow you sleep on the underneath pillow not the pillow that matches your bedspread because that is the decorative pillow yeah that's for decoration only jesus that's wonderful Wonderful. small details like that (laughs) um the other thing um, yeah, the weakest acting for me comes from the mother, uh, <laughs> the woman principal, and the teacher in the hallway, Dude. because I don't think Damien knows how to write women in a position of authority. They are just all bitches. They're all like freaking the fuck out all the all time. All the time. Too. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Like, what You're the hell's awesome. going on here? You fucking kid. <laughs> Why is she saying the fuck word constantly at her I know. children? Her traumatized children who just lost their father I know, in this just, gruesome way. Why are you like, being are you fucking, fucking weird? Stu- I know. She's like, you're fucking stupid. You're fucking grounded for your stupid fucking, you know, shit. I don't know. But um, yeah. so that, that's my biggest yeah. complaint. Like, I don't think yeah. um, I don't think Sienna was written poorly. I don't think her two friends were written poorly. Yeah. So it's like. I don't think Damien knows how to write women in positions of power without making them bitchy. Like there's no reason for the teacher to immediately freak out when Jonathan (laughs) is running back to class after a dead possum is thrown at him. Yeah. Yeah. They just are all like out of control. Like they're they're about to, they're all on their last straw. (laughs) Yeah. Like they're all on their last straw the whole time. And it's like, it's almost like they're, they're like gonna, like have a heart attack you know what I mean like their head's gonna explode I'm like Jesus why are they like so angry Just chill <laughs> so that is a very I couldn't wait to talk about the mom like good god man. I like she chill. she was the worst actress but I can't necessarily blame her I just think it's she the did way her best with it what was just she, the, she had yeah. moments of tenderness that I thought were good but just the way she would flip a switch instantly yes. and that's not her that's, fault that's the fault of the writer and director 
it is so it made me think that like yeah because of like the moments of tenderness instead of her being like freaking out all the time it made me think that she was like mentally ill mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just like god jeez yeah. like the only time I thought her freak out was justifiable was when she saw her car yeah but she called like her daughter to complain and like yeah. got mad at her like you know what I mean like she became like so angry yeah and like Sienna couldn't do anything about it so like but yeah the car was like really really uh messed up with the shaving cream <laughs> yeah oh oh god but she freaked out over every little thing and I was like what the fuck yeah she <laughs> she was a she was yeah. a piece of work but uh let's go ahead and talk about Sienna our final girl Oh, she was so excellent. I think she did a great job. I thought so, too. I thought she was a great final girl, especially compared to what we got in the first film. I think um, these movies are six years apart. I do think, with the exception of what I complained about, Damien has grown as a writer. Uh Uh-huh. So it all meant something. They weren't just, like, pigs out for the slaughter. Like, he gave them good character backgrounds mm-hmm. um because vicky in the first film she was she's technically our final girl right she is there for a single phone call isn't there for the rest of the movie the nev campbell lookalike her sister or best <laughs> friend gets murdered and then she comes in for the last 15 minutes right so we don't spend a lot of time with our final girl so we don't really root for her we know she survives based on the tv interview at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm but Sienna Shaw fits in with like your general final girl, and I liked her a lot. Yeah, yeah, I did too. I thought and she was very cool. Her relationship with her younger brother felt natural. It did, and I liked her younger brother. Usually, kid characters are super annoying, but I thought he made sense. He did. Yeah, he was cute. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I thought she was fantastic. I can't wait to see her in the third movie, assuming she's coming back. I hope mm. he comes back. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Maybe her friend, um, Allie, the first friend that died, maybe she'll fucking come back. Yeah, maybe somehow, <laughs> Sam, Cause... she'll come back from all that. Because I need to talk <laughs> about Allie. She has great final girl potential. Because I... <laughs> Every time I was like, how the fuck is she still alive? Because yeah. she... Her face got slashed, slashed in half which uh-huh. I really liked. That was a good effect. It was um, cool. And then that's she, not all. <laughs> she gets fucking scalped. Yeah. Her arm gets ripped off. She gets stabs stabbed. her in the back a bunch of times. Seven like times. Spine. And then she manages to like get up and crawl to a phone before he comes back. Yeah. And rips it, off part of her face. Yeah. And then like, I don't know if he had decapitated like a leg or two, like in the meantime, when before for like the mom finds her in the bed, he was in the process of decapitating her leg when the mom comes home and she's like, oh, my God. (laughs) And Allie says, mom, somehow still fucking alive. Yes. I think Allie has great final girl potential. Um, I just hope they take her to a different face reconstructionist than they took Vicky. Yeah, they didn't do a good job with Vicky. In fact, they made her worse. And now I don't she's think like they insane. Even tried. <laughs> they did not. They're just like, let's let the skin just heal over. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, and then the other friend, I can't, I don't know if the other friend was a good actress or not, but I liked her Brooke. face. I yeah. did like her face. She had like a really nice pronounced jaw and her did. mouth was very pretty and she had nice she did. teeth. And, like, just the way her face moves made her really good, like, the mean best friend, you know? Uh-huh. So I hope to see her in more stuff where she's the mean best friend. Yes, yes. Um, she has she has died, though, so rest in peace. And crazy enough, I think uh, her boyfriend was one of the best he actors was, in the movie. He was very nice. All he, he was just there to have a good time. He's acting like a dude. Mm-hmm. Doing dude stuff. And, like, he was so nice to Sienna when she Very had that nice. freak out. Yeah, and, and he was like, I'll drive you to the fucking carnival. I don't care. I'm I'll take you anything. to the ER. I'm just a guy. Yeah. <laughs> not doing anything tonight. Yeah, that was basically it. And I thought he was pretty good. I think so, too. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, his penis, though. 
Yeah, Although, and you, you know, know what? He he it, might be alive, but he definitely doesn't have a penis anymore. Can they do something about that? So probably we have come a very long way in gender um, affirming right. surgeries. Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Um, I'm not sure how <laughs> penis research you text your friend. <laughs> can can we can we have a new one? Um, probably like, I know when, you know, um, Mm -hmm. a trans male chooses to get bottom surgery, it's relatively easy to do. There are different options they can do, but that's because the female sex organs are just the invert inverted, like male sex organ. They are really, they just have to flip them out. But I think we've come (laughs) far enough that, you know, they could probably do a penis reconstruction. That's, yeah, if they even if like they found the penis left behind, yeah, like me, you know how like they can reattach like a finger or if yeah, you, if you get cut off in a couple hours, yeah, I don't know. So I did, just I did just thought. finish watching Sex Slash Life season two last week. What, um, what is that show about? Because you keep talking about it, and I haven't even looked it up yet. <laughs> um, it's about, uh, about sex. sex and life. <laughs> Oh, okay, cool, cool. And a woman who can have it all. Oh, excellent. <laughs> wonderful. But the ex-husband gets into a car crash with his guy friend who's getting his junk sucked off by a hooker. And when they get in a car crash, the penis is in her mouth, so she bites <gasps> it off. Oh. But they're able to reattach it and um Yeah. They put and this is definitely something they do for trans men. Um Yeah, yeah. One of the options if you go like one way with um one of the mm-hmm. options is getting the clit extended into a penis and then <laughs> oh. the other one is um I guess in like outverting everything outverting and one of the, everything yeah yeah one of the options is you can put um like a little pump in one of the testicles oh I see to, yeah yeah, yeah. To create an erection yes <laughs> I I know about that one yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah, they could they could do that for the boyfriend. They could help him. They could yeah. help him out if he wanted yeah, to. But still I, there's be a active. very uh pr- big scene in Sex Slash Life season two where the guy is in the locker room like, watch this. Wait, is there like nudity and stuff? Is there penis nudity? Yeah, there's a there's a really? couple penis scenes. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, it's interesting that you say that the uh in the scene with the blowjob she. <laughs> has the penis in her mouth and she bites it off in the accident that they fucking copied off of american god season one or beginning of season two which came out over 10 years ago and i think they copied off of neil gaiman's writing because uh they did it first here folks probably and it happened and that's how this girl died (laughs) and they found the penis like still in her mouth or whatever um Damn. but yeah that's cool that they like got got inspired by that because it's like <laughs> different because anyway if anyway. anyone who's had gender affirming surgery wants to correct us on how i described the penis pump uh <laughs> email feel us. email us uh <laughs> leave it in the comments tweet at us i'm open to education i'm just repeating things i've heard uh trans <laughs> yeah. activists talk about so. instagram at us yeah um, anything please just so uh, just giving options to brooke's boyfriend should he survive yeah because we don't we don't know he could be okay if the ambulance has come um but yeah who else is there oh wait you know what one real quick um the teacher not the uh, actually i think it's the exact same one that got upset at the kid whenever he got the opossum thrown at him in school Mm -hmm. like inside the school she did you notice that like before the opossum was inside the school they had a shot of her and she had like no bra on underneath her button-up shirt did you notice that? I didn't. They they had like this shot where she like she has a blazer and a button up and she like puts her hands on her hips and like puts her ch- chest out and they like do a shot of her chest and there's no bra. And I was like, oh. why would you wear no bra to school? So there were titties in this movie. Yeah, but like I don't know if that was to be funny or if Damien Leon like thinks that's how school is when <laughs> you're a woman it's in possible. power. I mean, if I was a woman in power, I wouldn't wear a bra, see what they'd do about it. Yeah, but it's like little kids and well, it looks like a middle school, high school. So like all the kids. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess if you don't give a fuck. Um, whatever. Uh, the last one, the little clown girl. What yeah. the fuck was her point? Y- you know what? Yeah, I know. Because I thought 
like this whole time, like real quick, guys, I'm going to speed ahead with just one little sentence, but I thought that they were going to, for the path that Art the Clown was Sienna's like dad. I was thinking that too. And that was supposed to be like her at like her, her spirit animal girl as -hmm. like a little girl. And that's why he would draw that. But it turns out that she's just like the spirit ghost girl of the first girl he killed, but like she didn't need to be there because she didn't really exist. So like, no, no. I think she provided another poop scene at the beginning, which oh yeah, Damien, Damien, my brother in Christ, (laughs) please, that's his speciality. (laughs) Please drop the poop. Poop scene. Don't not. I don't like it. (laughs) Not just poop, like water diarrhea yeah like okay. i i can handle everything else in this movie but i draw the line uh, at diarrhea uh, i also draw the line at like diarrhea but the person's like not sick so like mm-hmm. there's no point in having sick poop if you're not ill like yeah. everyone's totally fine they just do that for fun like i don't know yeah. i don't find that very fun but <laughs> the fuck i yeah don't. but the poop <laughs> Christ on the floor poop on the floor but yeah and also <laughs> you could tell me the the little girl was played by dakota fanning and i would believe you because oh, yeah. she had a very similar vibe to dakota fanning yeah. when she was little and i also refuse to accept dakota fanning's not eight years old anymore even though we are the exact same age right and you know what i'm looking at um i think the girl that played her she um this is like her first role. I think oh. it's an introducing Emily McLean. I may be wrong. Who who's the parent that signed off on it? I don't know. Probably a parent that loves horror movies. Yeah. Or a stage mom. I don't know. And and maybe this little girl loves scary stuff and Halloween. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It's either one way, Sam, like they love it and they want to do it or the parent forces them to do it. You know, it's a child actor. Yeah. And that's be, a whole other thing. I'd be more willing to bet the parent forced them to do it because they oh, are yeah. a child. And also, <laughs> I, I guess it's not too bad because the little girl wasn't actually present for any of the super intense horror scenes. Yes. And she was very scary. Um, So she did a good job at like doing her thing, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. <laughs> other than that... Oh, her official name is The Little Pale Girl. Yeah, but you know what? In the cast thing on IMDb, she's credited as Emily Crane, who that is the girl that that's like the dead girl that was killed. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like when she is in makeup, she's a little pale girl. So you're, you're right. So there's two different names. Uh, so I guess <laughs> let us get into story. Um, yes, let us. There actually is one in this movie. Yes, there is. And it's like really pretty good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah. The story follows our final girl, Sienna, who is still grieving the loss of her father, who died a year or so earlier to the events of the movie. Uh, and her little brother, who is also dealing with their father's death in his own personal way. He's gotten super into... Um, you know he's gotten super into like serial killers and all that shit because his dad was apparently getting super into serial killers and all that shit right Mm -hmm. before he died yes and their single mom who's just doing her best she's an at-home insurance sales consultant or risk management consultant (laughs) yeah her back all day (laughs) she's just she's trying so hard Yeah, she has, like, one phone call a day, and it's really stressful. (laughs) Super hard. Super duper hard. Very. (laughs) And she swears and cusses at her children children over (laughs) the smallest things. Yeah, and, like, not just cusses, like, shit, but Um, fuck. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, um, no spoilers intended, but... I'm glad she died because I think Sienna is going to provide a much healthier environment for Jonathan to grow up in. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like when she did die, I was like, you know what? Like this, it's better this way because she's just going to traumatize them when they come home. I know. Like, why were you out so late? What yeah, like, the, why fuck the fuck is up with you that? Blood and dirt on. Why the fuck did you go to the Halloween party? What the fuck is wrong? Like, why are you stupid? Like, just degrading stuff. And it's like, woman, 
this is why your husband had, has killed himself. Yeah. Imagine it's what you. She was, imagine what she was saying to her brain tumored husband. I know. <laughs> like, why the fuck are you acting so crazy? Mm-hmm. Um, and Sienna falls asleep that night um, to a scary movie because that's all they're doing in this, sh- not a scary movie, to a clown cafe commercial. Yeah. Which is one of the worst commercials I can imagine. And it turned into like a music video, which made me immediately uncomfortable because it took me, it, it, it like made me think that I was watching like a cartoon and Sam knows how I feel about this. So it's like cartoons and musicals and like also musical numbers in any movie I can't abide. So I was like, you oh, like so that musicals. Was, that was the most cre- that was like the most uncomfortable I think I was the whole movie. Is like when they were doing the song and then they were singing and then like they weren't done after the first verse. There was like three verses. And I was like, okay, we can sing, we can finish now. <laughs> like finish the song now. Please. Yeah. Yeah. That so this movie comes in at two hours and 18 minutes. And when I saw that. I was like, for what? And it was for this whole it's fucking for the the music video. <laughs> it was my least favorite part of the movie. Like, I was like, okay, this is creepy. It is creepy. All right, it's still going. It's yep. still going. Okay, it's still going. Oh, there's Art the Clown. It should I be do over like soon. Musicals, you're right. <laughs> it's just some. <laughs> and you're gonna like cartoons when you realize it's just another uh, fucking medium, a story in which is told. Yes, yes, I suppose you're right. But anyway, yeah, it just went on forever. This clown cafe uh, thing. Mm-hmm. and they they like, actually was, in the song i think it was like it a was, solid 10 minutes it, it was on. like 10 10 to 15 minutes i'm telling you this whole scene and it was a dream and i was like okay wake up see how we go from the dream and then art the clown does his thing with his um semi-automatic right gun and i was like here it is like, yeah again which i'm down. still <laughs> not a huge fan like yeah when he whips out a gun randomly i'm like can you stop that you have yeah. a fucking giant garbage bag filled with things and you yeah. have to use the gun and i'll i'll address this now because it'll come up at some point Ghostface does wield a shotgun <gasps> at some point in scream six however it kind of makes sense because they're in a bodega and he takes the shotgun from the shopkeep that he just like stabbed to death okay don't don't say anything else because i didn't see it yet <laughs> But that's okay. But like, that's cool. But like, yeah. Art the Clown just like- He just has one. He's just, just strapped. Ha- he's just strapped all the time. And then and it's it, like bigger guns every time. And it doesn't feel right for the type of character they want him to be. Yeah. Every time he has a gun, I'm just like, okay, like, uh, Italian mob? Yeah. Like his closest counterpart in media would be Pennywise. And you wouldn't see Pennywise- with like a little gun yeah like a big gun it's weird yeah. so it's just it's weird that this mystical clown demon uses that's <laughs> like, like a rifle or whatever you had yeah. like as silly as i thought the cat of nine tails whip was in the first movie and it does <laughs> yeah. make a comeback in this one and i like it better in this one right um because i think he knows how to use it better the actor the director everybody yeah um, I like that for his signature weapon because that's super unique and weird. Yeah, because he like makes his weapons. So he just spends all this mm-hmm. time making weapons and then he yeah. come, he's a gun. It's like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> you didn't make that gun. That's not a yeah. homemade gun. You didn't make it. Don't forget about all the stuff you just made, buddy. Yeah. And um, so anyway, after the 15 minute dream sequence that could have been <laughs> cut down to five. I know. Um, <laughs> they were like, we paid for this set. We're going to use it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um. Uh, but he, uh, Sienna wakes up and her room's on fire because I guess the candles lit themselves. Wait, um, this is another thing that I think I would like to add on to what you said regarding um, a man directing a woman who falls asleep in bed with like the decorative pillow on top. Yes, women like candles and things like that, but they will not have candles and then place something flammable directly above yes. all the candles inside the room. Yeah. Like they just won't do it because women can do the brain and think (laughs) (laughs) and they'll put their wings away from the candles or vice versa so let me write that down that's uh so you like that excellent yeah that's a potential title and think (laughs) that's a good one but you never know what (laughs) this movie is insane (laughs) um 
So then we go to school. Uh, the mom is pissed that the daughter <laughs> set her room on fire. Yeah, I mean, what else? Um, what else so, is But new? they go to school. Uh, some more <laughs> establishing, like, exposition, going over what happened. So it's the morning of the interview with Vicky on TV. And so they talk about, oh, my God, that girl with the fucking face killed the talk show host isn't that crazy that was cool how i i didn't realize that this movie was like the next literal day yes after the first one so that was very cool yeah so yeah so that was a nice detail i liked that i like that um then we just go into oh the the costume uh, the costume shop scene Oh um, yeah, that yeah, Halloween store. So this yeah. is what, like you said, we had the community happening. So there's stores and school. And yeah. Home. Um, I thought the costume shop stuff dragged on a little bit. Yeah. Um, I he he was very good at his job, but I don't think anyone working at Spirit <laughs> Halloween would offer you a bigger bag for your wings. They would be like, "Do you want to carry these or do you want a bag?" And then you right, say, "Yes, I'll just carry them." Or sometimes all they have is like the extra large bag, so they just put all your shit in yeah. that bag, and like that's that. So, um, yeah. <laughs> and Art the Clown is just a fucking asshole because before he yeah. kills the shop, uh, the cashier, he has to make his life annoying. <laughs> yeah. By like putting the stuff like in his mouth to blow on it, like the mm-hmm. noisemaker or whatever. Like the poor um, guy's working Halloween weekend. Um, probably it's literally dealing... Halloween night. <laughs> like, it's, it's Halloween <laughs> night. The poor guy's already dealing with so much shit, and this asshole comes in squonking on all the horns, <laughs> <laughs> and then like taking forever to pay mm-hmm. <laughs> when he's about to close, which yeah. is extremely stressful. Yeah, no one deserves that. No, he just wants to clean up, which is going to take him forty-five minutes because everyone touches all the shit, and he has to put it back, <laughs> and then he can finally go home. Yeah, and enjoy his own Halloween. Yeah, and maybe he'll have enough energy to enjoy it, Sam, but he might just go home and go to sleep. Yeah, because <laughs> if Art the Clown wasn't the asshole customer, yeah. someone else would have been. Exactly. And, and he maybe... would just want to take a nap at home. Right. So because of that, the kitties don't get to have the can. He doesn't hand out any candy mm-hmm. because he just leaves it out on the chair. So, yeah, if he has any. Yes. <laughs> so, and then he... uh <laughs> kills that guy uh so when sienna gets home jonathan shows her the sketchbook of their dad's visions of art the clown and all his killings and all of this and um he apparently created this character that sienna's dressing as for halloween this sexy warrior angel woman yeah like um almost like like xeno warrior princess but with wings yeah because right, I guess yeah. her dad had this vision that she was going to be the one to kill Art the Clown and he gave her this really cool sword to be able to do it. Yeah. And um, the boys grounded from the whole possum incident at school where they found a possum and then Art the Clown and the pale little girl found the possum and brought it into the school and just ate it in the <laughs> middle of the hallway. Yeah, they just eat stuff. Yeah. Like they, they basically would just eat stuff randomly mm-hmm. like people yeah um so he's grounded because he's being accused of the dead animal incident and his mom is yeah his mom is very understanding naturally yes yes she's like free she's already on her last leg because of work that day Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he has to go and make everything worse like he always does i guess so, so and she's like i have had it i'm taking him to a child psychiatrist because everyone's fucking insane yeah it's like yeah yeah and uh, so Jonathan tries to convince his mom of the same thing after Sienna leaves for the party in her angel warrior costume. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, your father wasn't having visions. He had a brain tumor. And she rips up the notebook and Jonathan decides to run away from home to <laughs> get Sienna and try and convince her that Art the Clown is back. Yeah. And he saw him and she's the one that can stop him. And the mom sees her car completely vandalized, pumpkin thrown on it, uh, toilet paper, shaving cream, the Mm -hmm. works. Um, And it says bitch on it, like as if someone wrote it with their finger and the shaving cream. And she's like so mad. (laughs) So she calls her daughter who's rolling on Molly because her friend put half a tab of Molly in her whiskey, which don't do that to your friends. 
And she's also on like antidepressants and like Xanax and all this crazy shit. If you know your friends are on antidepressants, (laughs) don't drug them. Oh my God, they might have a stroke. (laughs) Like for real. Ask them first. Yeah, ask them first. Like, do you want party drugs? Yes or no? (laughs) Or will this cause you to have a seizure? Right, like will this interfere with your medicine that's prescribed to you because everyone's fucking insane? this movie yeah um so the mom calls sienna and uh sienna's like you know what i love you mom i don't say it enough and her mom says oh well i love you too which i did think was a very nice moment and shows maturity on uh damian leone's part of writing these characters he wanted to give that like nice little moment between mother and daughter yeah um... and then yeah and then as the mom's cleaning the car art the clown blows her head off with a sawed off shotgun (laughs) Dude, was he in the car that whole time? Probably. He's very that, patient. Yeah, that was a while. Um, what if she never came out to clean the car? <laughs> what if she'd like, fuck this, I'll clean it tomorrow and just sit there all night? <laughs> she could have <laughs> saved the town by doing that. Yeah, she could. She actually could have. He just would have been stuck in the garage with the saw. Yeah, the sawed off shotgun. There we go. Another gun. Um, and then Sienna Your has her. Explode. Yeah. And as we said, Sienna has her seizure on the dance floor. So uh, oh, yeah, her friend yeah. Brooke and her boyfriend try and drive her home. And he's like, you know, I can take her to the ER if we're worried she's going to have another seizure. And she gets a call from the the subtitles. Oh, the pale girl. Yeah, the subtitles ruined this for me and said it was the demon girl calling. Oh, the demon girl? <laughs> yeah. So uh, the demon girl calls, disguising her voice as Jonathan's. And he's like, we went to the carnival and I got locked in. Come save me. Got locked in. (laughs) Yeah. And the boyfriend uh, says, yeah, let's go get her brother from the carnival. It's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sienna gets out of the car and her friends stay behind, which I thought was douchey of both of them. But you got to have the hot makeout session in a horror movie. Of course. Um, so she looks for her brother and he he quote unquote tells her we're at the terrifier right that was very cool like the little haunted house in the fair that was a really cool set design like sam that wasn't a set design that wasn't a set design they went to a haunted house and they filmed there that's one thing i do know about this movie it's in philly that's so cool i don't know which one i gotta look it up for you but i listened to an interview with lauren Levere and she discussed that they filmed at a haunt isn't that a fucking badass so cool i know see what a bigger budget can do for you yes yes let's rent that shit out for like two weeks film there it's so cool but yeah the set design it was not theirs but yes it was incredible because Mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah and this is where sorry. we <laughs> enter the final part of our movie uh act three uh the boyfriend gets his dick cut off brooke <laughs> gets beaten to death if he didn't have to pee he may still be okay yeah. he would have been okay but he had yeah. to go urinate yeah um <laughs> and then brooke almost dies but she's the final girl so uh she gets up fights art uh, falls down to hell at some point <laughs> is put into uh, a Houdini water escape trap and the magical final girl powers. Oh yeah, she drowns uh, in there, but the final girl powers, she gets, she, she's power, she has powers through that, that blade. Yeah. Like the knife. And yeah. So she um, fixes her. Yeah. She drags herself out of hell just before uh, Art the Clown is able to eat Jonathan and she takes <laughs> She takes yeah. the sword and decapitates Art, rescues Jonathan, and the pale little girl takes Art's head and leaves without attacking Sienna and Jonathan. And then we have the mid-credits scene, which shows our final <laughs> girl from the first movie um, giving birth to Art's head after writing Vicky plus Art and other obscenities <laughs> in her in her vaginal blood all over uh, the wall. I didn't know that she was pregnant. I thought, well, first of all, I she thought like, she was on her period and we were going to have to have a discussion about how periods work. <laughs> but like before that, Sam, she was like puking like in the puke yeah. the whole toilet. Oh God. I, that's fine. It's not poop. I can, I can. That, like, <laughs> but like for no reason, like she Yeah. Um, unless it was because she was, but I didn't know that she was like pregnant at all, but I thought that was period blood and I was like, no one believes that much. So, yeah, I didn't know there was a mid-credit scene. That's why I was late. 
Because oh. I said I said 10 minutes when it was still like before the credits. Oh, yeah. And then like I I always fast forward in case there is mid-credit and there wasn't. I was like, fuck, I gotta watch. Yeah, okay, no, you're so. fine. Um <laughs> but yeah, it's setting up uh part three, three, I guess. Um, it is. There will be a number three. Yeah, I guess we'll see how part three works. Maybe it'll just be yeah. Vicky doing the killing, carrying Art's head around. <sighs> yeah. Or I, is he gonna grow his body back? I'm I'm assuming that his body will just grow out of the head. Ugh. And he'll just forever never die. Unless unless they have to kill her. She'll be like the henchman, but then what about the pale girl? How did she get how did the head get from the pale girl's hands into the womb of the other woman? I guess we'll find out, or probably yeah. not. I mean, who knows? We might get <laughs> we might see Sienna and Jonathan researching, you know art the clown the way you always have to research the creepy clowns in these movies on absolutely go on google and they they research and they immediately find like the answer look at these (laughs) old pictures from Derry with uh pennywise the clown just in the background yeah it's like nobody ever noticed that before crazy yeah so literally that's going to be it um hopefully they are they do return because they're very cool but it could be like a thing where it's like years later and maybe Mm -hmm. the kid's older or they'll just do it like in one year or in a day or I mean, who knows maybe sienna will die and jenna ortega will take her spot whoa i mean listen the way that things are going for jenna ortega i would not be surprised <laughs> i just hope jenna ortega doesn't burn herself out she is doing all these projects back to back to back and she's Dude. only 20 years old i know and like, she isn't she is doing the uh um beetlejuice thing isn't she uh, I know she's like, been asked, but I kind of hope she says no, because I think that character will end up being too close to Wednesday. I think I, I, think I saw that she is doing it. It's, I saw something there recently, Sam. I think I saw like a poster or like an article. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to well, I guess we'll I guess we'll wait and see. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but production wise we talked about the gore, how squishy oh, it is and like incredible though. Yeah. Job. So I get like the squishiness of it made me nauseous so i get if you're not into gore how that will make you yeah like like this made me grossed out it did like it's kind of so i went to um wildlife camp which is a christian camp um (laughs) kind kind of forced on me as a child it was a cool camp like some of the best food i've ever eaten was at that camp did you do like bible stuff in the evening and like activities Um, in the day yeah and one of the activities during the day was a food fight with dog food and oh. I, that sickened me to have that oh. all over me. So maybe that's why the, the squishing, the squishiness and all of that in this oh, movie yeah. makes me nauseous because that made me sick. And something about the texture of this gore is mm-hmm. very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's I, gross. Yeah. I don't think it was as gory as the first movie. Um, like, I, was it? Yeah. I can't remember the first movie that, that good. Like it's, I, I know it was yeah. gory. It's really, it's just really hard for me to say that this movie was, oh yeah, this is so shockingly gory because we've watched, I've watched worse movies. I watched a Serbian film, not to be a film bro or anything. Right. Um, and the point of a Serbian, a Serbian film was to be as disgusting as they could possibly be. Mm-hmm. So even though it did make me nauseous, I don't think it was top tier, one of the goriest okay. movies I've ever seen. You know, that makes sense to me because there was a whole lot of like full body gore and um, dismemberment and like gross mm-hmm. stuff in the first one. But this one, it was gory. But I think in addition to the gore, it had like other stuff that was making people like cringe. Yeah. And um, that would be him throwing acid on the girl's face, him mm-hmm. dumping salt on the wounds of the one girl, you know, like stuff like that. Oh yeah, I forgot so, about the salt. You know what I mean? So I feel like that kind of thing, supplementing like the gore that's already happened is making mm-hmm. people be like, oh, it's so it's so gory, it's getting more gory. It's like, that's yeah. actually not gore. It's and just making you more cringy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also a longer movie. So there's more space in between. So maybe that's why I feel that way too. Maybe that too. I feel like maybe they're very close to equal sand though, because I remember- and I, I feel like this one, and maybe it's just me and we're a little bit different this way, but this one made me like more cringy than the first one hmm. a little bit. Maybe it's because there were, it was longer and there was more people to kill and it was yeah. just like, keep kept going. But, uh, and there was yeah. only, of course, like five people in the first movie. Yeah. I forgot and about he shot the... most of them. So. Yeah. I forgot about the salt in the wound scene. Like that, uh... That's just another thing that makes art just a fucking asshole. 
yeah, like, ouch. <laughs> that would alone but, kill me. <laughs> um, I guess realistic ac- aspects of this oh movie. Um, uh, brain tumors. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like having a father with a brain tumor. Who you think is insane and he drinks a whole bottle of whiskey and, and drives into a transformer and the car catches on fire and he burns dead and everyone can hear him screaming in town and he dies that way. Um, uh, having a mom that's a mom just... Is- fucking insane a bitch all the time or verbally abusive constantly but yeah. doesn't think anything is wrong with that um being drugged by your friend yeah yeah, yeah. um a- accidentally setting like stuff on fire in your house mm-hmm. could possibly be a thing in oh how about this one this is this was a commentary they had in the beginning um people dressing up as like mass murderers and stuff uh mm-hmm. as a costume or for fun when it's yeah. uh, insensitive so that yeah, was i think the trivialization of true crime uh yeah. is a real horror show. i remember when that zach efron ted bundy movie came out and i saw people who are mm. super into true crime complaining that they didn't show him committing any of the actual murders that's what i'm saying i watched that sam and they like didn't have him do anything it was just like mostly zach efron just like being handsome and then yeah. going to prison and then breaking out of prison like he does. And, I, and that, that's stupid. that was the point of the movie Damn. is to Ugh. show Ted Bundy. But you don't Ugh. show the killer killing the real victims because they still have living family members. And that's super fucked up. It is because, yeah, like because, I wouldn't. I don't know. It there is. are Ted Bundy movies that are of lower budget that do show the murders. And yeah, that doesn't showing him committing the murders doesn't actually show the psychology of Ted Bundy. It's him luring the girls to their deaths that show the psychology of Ted Bundy. Exactly. Exactly. And also I think we can just be past that and stop making more movies about the same. Like we're good. We're good. Mm-hmm. If you want to learn about it, watch a documentary. Mm-hmm. We don't need like movie productions about yeah. it. And a, a theater I work pretty closely with a lot for mm-hmm. my play workshops was yeah. going to do a um, a stream of a play called um, Bodies or something. It's a Jeffrey Dahmer play. Oh. But after getting some complaints from people about how, you know. Um, we don't need that on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey Jeffrey Dahmer specifically, he his victims were all people of color. Yeah. Um, I remember watching a documentary saying that yeah. there there wasn't a trend with the people he chose to kill and then they show a picture and they're all black men all black yeah, and yeah, like, there, there was like one like maybe Asian person I feel like there was maybe one white man a, a hitchhiker yeah. but he they were white, but that's predominantly it. men of color all black. so yeah. who definitely because Ted Bundy uh, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was <laughs> active in the 1990s so their family members are still alive and yes, just the are. sympathetic portrayals of the guy who murdered their family members mm-hmm. i can't imagine going through that and that's something i'm exploring in my my novel is mm. how true crime affects the, cool. those who care about the victims yeah that's very cool especially in the tiktok and youtube age where these yeah. um experts reach out to victims families to say hey can you talk about this or do you want to talk about this right and, yeah yeah so anyway, yeah, we we need to like assess and we are starting to assess how we consume true crime as a community as like like mm-hmm. culturally. Yeah. Um, and for the love of God, don't dress up as Steve Irwin with the stingray tentacle in his <gasps> chest. Oh, that's maybe the worst you yeah. can do. It's very but, sad. Um, yeah, consume true crime media but remember that the victims are real people. You're not watching a horror movie. Yeah, like it's not a movie. Although yeah. it's been made into one. Yeah. Yeah. Like that Excellent. doesn't suddenly turn uh that doesn't mean it's fiction. final girls. Yes, yes, yes. And it doesn't erase like, you know, reality. You yeah. know. Really I remember out um, there. there was yeah. that Hillary Duff movie that yeah. came out, The Haunting of Sharon Tate, and Sharon Tate's family just like ripped it apart because it does show the murder and they're like, Why are you exploiting my sister's death like this? Oh, like the uh actress. Mm-hmm. The Charles and- Manson. Yes, yeah, and Hillary Duff played her. Yeah, really. I didn't. I didn't oh, thank goodness, maybe. Okay, cool. I I heard it's really bad. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, I don't think she was doing anything. Um, that yeah, all of that stuff is pretty scary. Um, I'm glad they kind of touched on it because yeah, dressing up as Art the Clown in the town where he committed the murders. <laughs> Only one a- year late. 
would be such a fucking douche move right like only one year later yeah god yeah that is a douche move and i guess i could like make you question um like your little brother and um especially the fact that if he like becomes obsessed with serial killers wants to idolize a murderer uh maybe he killed the possum you know if he just wets his bed and lights something on fire then like he's definitely gonna be a murderer <laughs> you know what I mean? mm-hmm. up, so that's why they're all worried yeah uh gotta <laughs> head out soon so i'll give this a ah uh, yeah that fucked me up i enjoyed it yeah this whole movie was like totally bonkers insane but i really really enjoyed it much more than the first one so i'll give it an oh yeah that fucked me up as well guys yeah run don't walk to watch it if you haven't already because i can see like this would have been really sick to watch in the theaters man Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah so no this was this is a super fun movie um Mm -hmm. i i still say if you're not super into gore like if the scare if the saw movies make you squeamish maybe not maybe not this one yeah. because I, I it, it even made me squeamish at some points and that yeah. that usually doesn't it's just, happen it's the squishy it's the squishiness of it it's the it's the yeah you're right it's how it looks and then also coupled with whoever did the sound engineering was out of this world mm-hmm. because i was like oh my god this sound like, is disgusting. i'm sure that was their goal was to make one of the grossest goriest Great movies job. ever and good job. job oh good yeah job. They, i think it's excellent <laughs> I'm worried about the third one and how they're gonna up it. Up it. What more can you do? A bigger gun, like a bazooka, and then if he has a fucking bazooka, I'm leaving the theater. Just <laughs> because, and it sucks because it's like one of the first weapons that comes out in the, mm-hmm. in the second. In the first movie, it was like one of the last, but it was still shocking. But now it's like one of the first. I'm like, okay, because we're just gonna have like guns. Like in the first movie, he pulled it out because the final girl, the fake out final girl, the Nev Campbell lookalike, was beating his ass. <laughs> yeah i know and he was like oh shit i gotta bulk up for the next one yeah oh man but yeah i liked it it was fun it was very fun and it was very good and i really really enjoyed it so and i loved lauren the bear she's very cool yeah Um, she was phenomenal i can't wait to see her in the next one me too and maybe other stuff guys come on put her in more horror movies okay so sam's gonna go i'm gonna read the outro notes sam anything else you want to say before i read them I don't think so. Um, Art the okay. Clown should see a dentist. Yeah. Did you notice <laughs> that his teeth were like more out this one? I don't mm-hmm. know. They they just they probably got like all new stuff that's much better than the other stuff they had, and it's all mm-hmm. nicer looking. Bad teeth is also something that just makes me nauseous in horror movies. Like it's such a insignificant yeah. thing, but it's there it, in college. Yeah. I remember watching one. I can't tell you the name of it because it was just one of those random ones on Netflix. Yeah. And I went to get a piece of pizza from Seven Eleven for dinner, and I came back yeah. to finish watching it, and there was this hick girl that had yellow teeth, and I was just uh. like. I can't finish eating this pizza. <laughs> yeah, that really does disgust me too. Because yeah. I'm a I'm a real stickler for like like nice teeth. So like mm-hmm. even if like, and I don't know if you noticed this, and we can talk off mic about it. But like, you have you been watching that yet? The new Not season? yet. We should start okay. it this weekend though. Yeah, yeah. I I'm like halfway through, but like you'll notice that like for some reason Joe has a beard, mm-hmm. but like it's making his teeth look like more gappy and like buck teeth like that he looks bad so i'm just like what is going on with his teeth were they always like that so like even stuff like that bothers me so mm-hmm. i feel like yeah. all right anyway real horror show was created by sam odie and stormy skies and is directed by sam odie today we learned that you should not put your candles near your angel wings <laughs> yeah <laughs> might just catch on fire <laughs> what else don't try to catch an opossum thrown at you or you will be accused of being a psycho. Yes. Um, cool. All right. Like what you hear, you can find a real horror show on Spotify, TuneIn, Google Play Store, Stitcher, iTunes, and Pandora. Really, really like what you hear? Follow us on Twitter at Horror Show Pod or search for Real Horror Show on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook at Real Horror Show. Like our page and share our stuff. We also have a website that has all of our written reviews and podcasts. And they can be found at realhorrorshow.com. We also have an Instagram and a TikTok, realhorrorshow.com. All right. Want to interact with us? Want to make sure we're real humans, not space vampires? Comment on our website or email us at realhorrorshowpodcast at gmail.com. 
want to argue with us about something, or you think you have a really great horror movie review that you're dying to share with two random strangers from the internet, well, submissions are open for movie reviews. Check out the submit page on our website and follow the rubric before sending us anything. If it's not done according to the rubric, it will be disregarded. Sorry, not sorry. We love horror, and if you're listening, you do too. Please help us keep our project going by visiting our support page on our website where you can make a one-time donation via PayPal. We also have an Amazon wish list. If you feel like buying us something tangible will help convey your love more than a monetary donation would. Also, you can find the buy us a coffee button on our website. It's a button that you can click that will pay us the amount you would need to buy a coffee. A little bit goes a long way. Sometimes we can't help out artists monetarily and that's okay. By simply liking, sharing, retweeting, and even giving us an awesome review will help us out tremendously. And any other pertinent news other than today is Happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, it's St. Patrick's Day and the first night of the Taylor Swift Eras Tour. Woo! Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Very cool. That's why I was like wondering Starbucks post on Instagram about Taylor Swift. And I was like, why are they doing that now? That's probably why. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just so under a rock these days. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Grad school will do that to you. Yeah. I've always been this way, Sam. Okay. I just depend on you to tell me what's up. I try. <laughs> like the cool kid that you are, yeah. yeah. Uh, because you're so, you're, you are baby. You are a young, young, young person. I mean, you're younger than I you. know, but, but still, I thought we were the same age. Okay, anyway. Our outro song is called Creepy Doll by Jonathan Fulton. Thank you, fuck off, and have a swell evening. And this is Real Horror Show signing off. Boy, bye bye. I love the creepy doll that always follows me.